1: What we got going on, man? What day of the week is it? Is it morning? Is it night? It is Monday, confused, man. bro.
2: It is Monday. How you feeling?
1: Feeling good, man. I hope you guys uh, are having or had a good weekend, I should say, and getting ready to toke. I got into it deep today. We can get right into it with the breakfast bowl because... I cleaned out a bowl, um, shout out to Mary Glass Works, that was clogged, solid. Damn, I forgot the name of the juice. I used to do it. It's uh, – I don't make my own. I just – I used to – I know you can do alcohol, salt mixes and all that, whatever. Um, uh, grunge off. I think it's grunge off. Oh, they and sell that shit, right next it's, to the gun lube, right? I mean it's not super – people like – it's not super duper cheap. How often do I clean out a really big bowl? once every two to three months and people are like oh you can cut it in half and soak it as far as the concentration but i just soaked that thing in there overnight and done like a new piece of freaking glass so that's always exciting that's an exciting morning to wake up to freshly cleaned glass yeah and man,
2: i actually cleaned my my nectar collector out It was pretty neat man i asked uh i had asked the youngin how to do it but you just actually heated it up and everything just kind of liquefied and fell out the bottom and it was fucking great the easiest thing i've ever cleaned in my life
1: <laughs> right on so i stuffed this thing Full of uh, full of Harlequin, because why not? It's that one-to-one ratio doesn't get me. We'll see if, if I can get overly high during the show. And then um, a shout-out there to uh, Shane. Uh, buddy Shane had sent me out, uh, actually from Radical Bags some Cherry Diesel. It says THC-free. And now you're going to go, uh-uh, or oh, no. Where's the where's your soundboard on that when I say thc I can THC just mix free? it with some THC. I can just take a bong hit
2: before I take some a bong hit of
1: that. It's like a... Um, like a shatter material i don't know i got another container but it has cbd cbg and cannabis terpenes in it i don't
3: know guru do you know what the cbg does to me i'm not sure but does that stuff looks like it probably gets you i mean pretty amped up i put it um <laughs> it I, I looks like, interesting <laughs> i haven't had
1: i haven't had much because i'm more of a flower toker for my source uh-huh. vape for a while so i got that out charged up put in a new double coil if i heard myself saying this shit two years ago i'd be like damn dude what are you talking about hand bone glass bone but the, uh, I got a Skywalker OG here. But I have to say, if I already to get pulled over this container, it's straight up and looks like some crack rock in here. I've never done crack rock, but this looks like some crack rock over right. here. So I understand law enforcement's challenges. Anyway, that's all like I got what going on. for my like crack rock looks like on TV. <laughs> what do you, what you got going on? You know
2: what? I, I didn't let you grab that bud of, of flow. I've, I've still got that one bud of flow that uh, our buddy Keith from Thrive Agritech came over and brought and I'm doing my job curing it, man. So every day I open the container up, I take a little bit more out, I'll pack a bowl, I'll determine whether it's Ready or not, close it yeah. up a few minutes later.
1: Man, that shit was good from the get go. I, I thought the it was flavors great. Flavors on that. Yeah, there's,
2: up? there's. A, I gotta ask him what he grew it with, as far as what newts because the flavors on there are absolutely you know, striking. I'll say. Can you say that? They're, uh, yeah, they they just come at you, man. Really delicious, man. Striking. Uh, it's striking. I have to broaden my vocabulary if I'm gonna
1: describe cannabis, right? Let's see, what DGC's smoking on here over on oh, Instagram got, hashtag Dude Grow Show. Mile High Garden has literally got a breakfast bowl here full of nugs. <laughs> Beautiful. Great That's how I do. Need to put in some blueberries and maybe chopped up banana and you'd be good to go. <laughs> anyway, he says, as they say on the hashtag dude Grow show, what's in your breakfast bowl? And he's got the chem a do, chem do dragon? Is that what that is? Chemdo dragon? There you go. From classic color from Colorado Seed Inc. And he goes, it's finally finally passed. It's minimal cure and it's ready for tasting. Gotta say, it's quite delicious with its earthy, piney smell and a bit of lemon-lime soda on the palate. Plan on making plenty of edibles with her, too. Hell yeah, man. Man, these are just the names of people on Instagram are great. You've got Fumador El Chibador. That's a
0: pretty good one. (laughs) (laughs) Spore the
3: world. Appreciate
1: you getting that up there. Hashtag Dude Grow Show. But don't forget to decarb. You can't just eat it right out of the breakfast bowl. All right, pollen. I'm gonna get ahead of myself. Nice. Who's executive producer? Let's how a guru announces it today.
3: Hey, we got pollen chucking sloth on Instagram. Is really helping to try and spread the word of the show on Instagram, which is really cool. Thanks, man. Have we de- have we determined if pollen
1: chucking is if that's technically a derogatory?
3: kind of yeah yeah for for breeders it's derogatory i guess until just, something just, great just because comes out, it, it implies that you're not really paying attention to what you're doing you're just chucking pollen everywhere and hoping something good happens yes that's what we're gonna do
1: nationwide when the when philip morris gets up in this game dvc you know? is gonna be a bunch of pollen chuckers we're gonna go
3: out and i don't think just calling sabotage. just just go sabotage their fields and completely <laughs> yes. seed everything out <laughs> i don't think ending I'm it down like- can we start fight club too well, you know, the first <laughs> does that just tie into blood, that man. somehow
1: on the tail end? <laughs> uh, While we're chucking pollen, why don't we fight? I mean, it's like the whole project—project
3: <laughs> uh, uh, project mayhem. We yeah. could call it, you know.
1: Yeah. What up man. with uh, how did pollen and, and sloth Sorry, interrupted you. What up with the uh, show shutout? What, what, how did they earn it? Uh, yeah,
3: teach me Instagram. Stuff? I mean, he he put out a post talking about the show and then said he has a link to the <laughs> <laughs> website in his bio, which is really cool. It gives another way just for people to find the website. Whoa, that's the check out all the link, shows, bro.
1: Cheers. I appreciate that, man. Definitely dig what you are digging on. Kind of. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Dude, we got some funny ass memes. Guys, (laughs) over on dudegrows.com. First one here is uh, who do we get in from? Dear Dabby. Dear Dabby, this one was fucking hilarious.
2: It's fucking hilarious, and it's because it's a fucking joke. Man.
1: <laughs> so we're looking at four or five different, like, law enforcement officers. In no, that one,
2: place. the guy in the middle is actually a cannabis plant.
1: Yeah, and, the, you know, there's some cannabis in the picture. Like, they're all stoked. Yeah, and they it's are excited, maybe a man. plant, maybe a plant. <laughs> and it goes 12 pounds in Alabama. <laughs> jesus uh, if you didn't listen to the show we've been covering just that they weigh they've been weighing the soil weighing the containers weighing everything weigh you holding the plant yeah like we, we weigh the officer holding the plant too sir <laughs> if you make edibles man i think it was something like an ounce of uh can of butter was treated as like an ounce of concentrate just make sure you can get them in there get in the prison system get them towards those mandatories a bunch of bs yeah really disheartening to hear a little anyway. bit but you know what's cool man is i don't even think we fly over
2: alabama I, think, I, I don't think we have to participate in their system at all, man, which is cool.
1: I don't think so. All right. Moving to uh, Soup, dude. <laughs> nailing it here. <laughs> Fucking nailing it. So if you guys, you guys, this is a good reason just to check. Yeah, you can check the memes on Dude Grows or watch the video show. We got me and Scotty doing the show. And just like the little, bu- you know, caption bubbles above your heads, so right. cartoons and shit. And Scotty's sure. is just full. I can't even see how many words. It's just, and mine. <laughs> well, and, and,
3: and it's it's scribbled too. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it says paragraphs, and then I just go word. <laughs> and that is a perfect screenshot too. Of like me just looking up word. Okay.
2: Yeah. You Are you add? really that white? And am I really that orange? I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm more orange than Trump in that picture. If you, man. if you guys don't listen to enough of the show, you'd understand that sometimes behind the scenes, I just want in, in my head to myself because I try to keep us rolling through this format a little and keep the show flowing. And Scotty, I'll just be in my head like, come on, man, what are you talking about? Talking it's about like good. trees, man, talking to each other and stuff, man, they're alive, bro. That's cool. We can do that. Thanks. <laughs> that was some good. That's some good shiz there. That was some good shiz. Right. Uh,
2: before we get into let's uh, do a podcast, but let's nobody talk. All right, man. Nobody explore new concepts, bro.
1: <laughs> Before we get into what's going on, play a jam, grew Any jam. I don't really care. Just you know, I think it's a good lead-in. I think we should create a habit, actually, of playing one jam of what's going on. I actually, behind the scenes, did some tax work for our show, and I realized how much financial Scotty put towards jams and parodies. I was like, dude, we gotta play this shit more. I invested, man. All right, it's my There's art. In here. We'll be right back, guys, with what's going on. All right.
0: Charged up and feeling right It's time to answer questions
1: into it let's get into it uh what's growing on it's brought to you by hordelux i wanted to remind people if you want to see i put a link in here and it's titled growing uh using a 600 Underwater." this is a captain article grow a pound with the captain and a 600 watt hordelux bulb so i wanted to put the link in here so you guys especially if, um for newer growers it goes into i mean this equipment is extremely affordable now and will still grow the dank and will still grow a lot of it like i said i got 22 ounces off a of 600 watt hordelux uh and, and so if you are new to it this or this is the equipment you have or you want to revisit check it out man great article he's got some videos up in here and a lot of information and a ton of comments so I just yeah. wanted to do like a throwback there to to a cabin article involving Hortelux.
2: Yeah, and Hortelux has a new 600 out that is the ceramic HPS, so a better spectrum, uh, really cool light, man. So something to check out too. I While do want to bloom under Hortelux.
1: that once or twice. I got to get a hold of them just so you're like that dude at the show. Yeah, I use that. I use that. I still haven't used the 315. I kind of skipped those. We actually got uh, in this afternoon show and grow talk some 315 talk. 315 versus LED, bro. Whoa, let's do it, man all right so pockets. what up in the studio studio
2: stanking? oh my god dude we're hanging out i got my you know i've been playing around with uh organics and the concept of organics so gw bushes came up and gave me a bokashi bucket a couple weeks ago and he's like yeah this thing's cool man you know it's just like i can't remember what he said if he gave me a warning about it or not but kyle the warehouse guy was looking this morning what's in here man we're looking for a five gallon bucket he opened that thing in the studio and <laughs>
0: dude dude it was
2: bad it i'm was, glad i wasn't here it was you know what I immediately did was I grabbed a bowl and just started firing up a bowl. It just started smoking the place out as much as just filling the place. Now is that as much as the I I could.
1: nature of what's going on with the bokashi? It's just stanky thing process, or it's because of this particular blend, or not sure. I don't know. I honestly forgot that it was there. So
3: there may or may not have
1: been like a dead squirrel in
2: there or something. Yeah, we're bokashi and a squirrel, man. I but, have no doubt in any of
1: that at all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, I might be doing something wrong. Interesting. Yeah, that's some of the reasons people do – they, they, even they uh, would shy away, I'll say, sometimes from some different organic and brewing processes because if you aren't on point, they can go south and they can be stinky. But sure. most of the time, everything should be fairly – unless you're dealing with the fish. I got two products over here that got the fish in them and always got to wash my hands after using yes. them because they, they want to get messy too with the oil. Like they naturally – that bottle wants to get messy. It's just – You got to clean it up after each use. I'm turning into that Nazi guy with my hashtag no spill. Um, (laughs) Keeping your bottles nice and clean looking until the end. Sure. Anyway. Hey, you're on video. You got people watching you, bro. Yes. (laughs) So what? uh, You got.
0: Yeah, up? real
2: quick, I was talking to a Joshua Rutherford, man, about his conference. Google, uh, Google. Oh my
1: God, dude! He just called Guru Google. Google.
2: Whoa, man, that's a sign of respect, I think, man. Guru, <laughs> can you help me remember the name of the conference? The complete name of the
3: conference, man, it is the conference on regenerative organic cannabis. Uh, that's not that, the exact, that's, that, that's
2: not but that's the what exact. it is, man. What they're doing? So regenerative organic cannabis. So it's organic, but where do the inputs come from? You know, if you're having a or inputs from- No, wait you know. a minute.
1: Are they coin- Are they- coin and new things is that patented yet? Is it trademarked? It
2: doesn't matter. I don't, they, what they want to do is just get the guy I was talking to him. I was busting his balls about it. And he goes, dude, every, oh, you thought every, no-till was hot. He goes, go every word is important. You know, he goes, it's not just about organic cannabis. It's about sustainable cannabis. It's about regenerative, which means that you're, uh, you're actually growing the soil, you're regenerating the soil. So you don't have to go and bring inputs out from some, you know, Peruvian cave, you know, what's the sustainability
3: of that? Even if it is organic, You know what I mean? It's lowering lowering your carbon footprint and uh, raising the health of the plant and the property that you're on. I mean, that seems win, win, win. Hey, we're all winners. Hey, and I was really close. It's what the got? Science of Organic Regenerative Cannabis Conference.
2: That, yeah. So I was just, like I said, I was talking to him. I see if we're giving him a pat on the back because he got Elaine Ingham. He got Suzanne Wainwright Evans, the bug lady. He got Dr. Faust. Those are the three that I know off the, off, off the top of my head. And there's a half a dozen other super talented scientists that are showing up. And what they're doing, they're, they're talking to you about science. They're saying, hey, look, this is how you identify these microbes in, in, uh, in a microscope, you know, this this is how you do it. This is how you can tell whether you're growing bacteria population or fungi population, what's working and what's not. And as we get into this industry and as prices plummet down to almost ag prices, people don't want snake oil. They can't afford snake oil and voodoo. You know what I mean? They have to do things that perform and they're actually having people show up now with microscopes and, you know, and, and quantitative testing and AB testing to make sure that it does work. I yeah, think about it, a soups the- meme now. It
1: depends on how, <laughs> yeah, how deep you want to go. You know, I've been growing for 15 years now. I've ever felt I needed a microscope. No, but that's a different level. There's a lot of different levels. If I had greenhouses and I was trying to reuse my medium and I was trying to not be, you know, like you said, buying out, you know, buying things coming in, in plastic or inputs and trying to, okay, I don't need that. Look at how much life I have right here, like and analyzing it. I get that for I sure. I went to a
2: grocery store yesterday to do my no-till beds. It was $236, man. You know what I mean? That should you know you can't piss away money with that. What for the uh just for the, the you know, all the down to earth stuff and and the peat and you know? I guess all- the down to earth stuff might have been the cheapest part of that. Yeah, I mean it's just ground up rock. Yeah, no, that's all really is. Shouldn't be expensive, but it's, I'm just saying that if you're using the wrong stuff, if you don't need green sand and you're using green sand, and you spent an extra twenty five hundred dollars on green sand that 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 year well guess what you just lost $2,500 and if you're talking like we're going to have a news story about stockholders and whatnot,
3: or the ROI on green sand is just really long too because it takes 18 months for it to start to really become available uh, to the plant. Hey, yeah.
1: just I was just about to say that you know and this is kind of like grow talk but like sometimes it, you do and you do really have to know what's going on because I do people put raw inputs in too early. We have such a short cycle plant that we're trying to bang out here like just as hard as possible. But there's guys I, that's like that's
2: Josh, what, Joshua's that are fucking busted busting eight different cycles off the same soil without adding any no that's
1: awesome that's awesome for sure that's definitely um uh, a huge money saver if somebody's looking at their budget for buying bales of this medium or that every year and they realize hey we can reuse this x amount of times before we get you know what about forever
2: what about it's actually getting better as we use it we know it's possible you buy so what do you mean it's possible it happens in nature all the time
1: yeah, I mean, I'm talking about in, in cannabis agriculture. It depends on your situation, your well, setup. It's very where different you're at. than nature now, man. <laughs> can you imagine What's
2: that? If, can you imagine if we started
3: mimicking nature, though? You know what I mean? The natural processes. I mean, I'm sure there's some permaculture enthusiasts that are running properties that are completely self sustaining food forests that they also grow cannabis on those. I'm almost positive there's people in Colorado that are doing that. Yeah, I think that's the solution is growing cannabis along with a bunch of other stuff. Now, but doing that commercially is a completely different, yeah,
1: different. Uh, yeah, that's different what I'm saying. There's something. There's two different things here with mimicking nature and ROI commercial cannabis. Yeah, I'm right. not. I'm not right. really
2: trying to solve people's problems of trying to make a ton of commercial cannabis. I would love for people to have good medicine at the side of their house or in a closet or a five by ten or something like that, along with some good food or at least some natural health, gr- healthy grown food. Uh, that's the problem I'm trying to solve. So might be a different focus
1: word. Yeah. I'm man. just thinking of soups. me
2: But <laughs> let, let, let the commercial guys do their commercial shit, man. I have no interest in, in solving their problems.
1: All right. Let's see here. No, you I, I hear you. you. They can solve their own problems.
2: Yeah, man. Dude, speaking, I'm telling you, man, there's so much, I got that, uh, that, um, with the talk coming up with my kid's school, and so I'm kind of preparing for it and I'm thinking what, you know, what I want to talk about. And, and while I'm doing, it, I'm in the mornings, I'm kind of drink my espresso, put the books on double speed and try to do a couple hours of these, these books in the morning and audible books. And the hidden life of trees is an absolute trip. And, um, I mean, it just talks about the, you know, how the trees communicate and whatnot. And it's like, oh, they can't really talk. You know, humans use voices. so But trees have a language
3: in scent where they release these, I guess they're pheromones. Wait, have you, have you ever smelt the fresh cut grass smell? Yeah. That's all the grass screaming that like genocide is coming.
2: Yes, that makes sense now, man. That's <laughs> what they're talking about. They can release a scent as soon as an aphid starts biting on them or a caterpillar starts biting on them. They can release a scent and that
3: scent is meant to attract the uh, beneficial predator the natural predator for that for that uh, insect hey man when you can't move you have to come up with creative ways to defend yourself i'm sorry but to go you know smoking weed and listening to these books is a great match cuz i just go oh,
2: you got to be fucking kidding me man this <laughs> check is a
1: out trip. if you guys want I've, I've mentioned it before, but a, a really easy listen breakdown to this is Radio Lab, a kick-ass podcast. Yep. Um, uh, search Radio Lab Trees Communicate. This one's called From Tree to Shining Tree, but they also have a Radio Lab called Plants Talk and Plants Listen. Really cool shit.
2: Not Uh, only do they talk and listen, but they'll keep somebody... Like, there's a tree that got cut down hundreds of years ago. You can just look and see the stump, and it's all rotted and almost entirely humus. You look under there, and there's a tiny bit of green going. And you're like, well, this has to be alive. It can't be green if it's not, not a tiny bit alive. And you find out that that underground network, that mycorrhizal network, is keeping that plant alive for a reason. It's been keeping it alive, just that stump alive, for a reason. What's it getting off it? Probably genetics.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's crazy shit, man. There's another one I'll have to find on Radiolab. I believe I'm saying it right. It's where, uh, I think it might be called Smarty Plants, but this- Oh, I see what uh, they did there. Plants, are, you know, trees, plumbers and stuff will say that they, the, the roots grow into the the pipes. They're trying to get water. I used to right? be a
2: plumber, and that definitely used to happen all the time.
1: And that's a, so you say. Why? Well, because they're trying to get the water. They know that there's water there. How do they know there's water there? Well, the scientist, she kept doing trials, and she'd grow a plant- in her laboratory, and she'd put a, a like a a tube of water or a pipe of water under the media, a certain direction away. Says, will the roots grow towards it? Yeah, they, they grew towards it. But why were they growing towards it? And then, eventually, she figured out that it was because of the one. I think I'm remembering sorry, the water sound moving. She took the water away, and she just put the sound of water. Yeah, in the, in the, in and the, the, in and the roots like, still found it. The plants are hearing underground movement. They're hearing that it makes sense because like fre- it's in, frequencies, they were talking about that. You can actually measure the
2: frequencies, man. It moves like a, I think it's a a third of an inch per second. The frequencies move in plants. So then she's
1: proving through her trials that, that, that she's saying that the plants can hear the roots can hear. Right? And I mean, that's the word I'm using. There's maybe right. maybe there isn't even a word for it yet, but the water. Anthropomorphizing that, it. man. What's that? Nothing. Anyway, I'll come up. I'll keep that up and try and make sure I got that right. And there are people like, no, dude, that's not what the she was saying at all.
2: But anyway, it's all good. let's go. As long as we open up a conversation about it, who gives a shit, man? Our job is to get people talking about about this kind of stuff.
1: Hopefully no, I'm right. About
2: it. I well, am no, right.
3: Just the stuff with the plant's immune system is really cool because all that's secondary metabolism. It's not like primary growth. It's used for something else. And that's what all those pheromones and everything and uh, terpenes and flavonoids and even cannabinoids were made – I mean, originally the plant evolved to be able to do that—to either defend itself or something, or to attract something—which is really cool to think about. I'm Very tripping cool. on it,
2: man. It really—I got to tell you—it really is enjoyable too, man. It, just to trip on plants and just think about them just as being the antithesis. You said trip on like
1: plants. Did,
3: did yeah. weed? Did weed evolve to have THC so that people would want to cultivate it? Who are you, Michael Pollan here, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you can
1: trip on fungi. Fungus is technically not a plant, is it? Or is it a plant? It is not. I think it's closer to an animal, they say. So if you want to trip on plants, I'm going to tell you to check out Salvia. Yeah. What? Uh, Anyway. (laughs) I've lived a long time in my life.
2: Never tried Salvia. No, I have no desire to. I don't recommend it. Yeah, You can get weed, man. You can get real weed instead.
1: It can definitely uh be careful. Be strong willed and minded and then try it. All right.
2: you know what's weird is uh when I was learning all about different sages, I was gonna grow different sages in, in Florida at my <laughs> nursery, and they're all named Salvia. It's all different types of uh, salvia is the genus.
3: Diginorum is the, uh, the one. Okay, that so the it's just it's about. just
2: sage, huh? That's mm-hmm. what those guys it's what the kids are smoking these days, man. Thinking, just I'm thinking some of weed. a buddy
1: that uh like did it like Four or five times. I think I've done it like two times and like – although every time was kind of fun and then like one night we were camping and all of a sudden he just like kicked back and like – like his chair almost fell over and then he got up (laughs) and then like he was walking towards the woods and like, dude, what's up? And then like after that time, he's like, nope. That time was no good. More. That was the Dude, last time I that did it. That stuff can know? turn on you
3: so quick. <laughs> mm, I'm good, <laughs> anyway, I'm good with that all shit.
1: All right, man. let's take a break, man. Come back with some news and this and that and and the other thing. Deal. All right? Let's do it. Go over to DougRows.com. Hang on out.
0: Real soil is the symphony of life. Microbes swapping out plant. Sugars, they may die. If you want to push your growth to where it's never been yet, you're gonna have to give your soil some soul, so it's living. Recharge your soil with life. It's not strange. Let them eat what they want. Stop speed feeding them junk. Because there's a hundred million microbes ready to go to work. So let the nature grow your tank. Because life is what makes us grow. Growing weed and my quality's always been decent But how can I grow the cannabis that makes me scream Jesus The kind that gets me so high I'm feeling like nature kissed me The answer's always the same You gotta fill your soil with what's living Recharge your soil with life It's not strange Let them eat what they want Stop force-feeding them junk Cause there's a hundred million microbes ready To go to work So let the nature Throw your tank, cause life is what makes us
1: We're back, we're back with the Real Medicine Report. I feel like you need a lead-in for something called the Real Medicine Report. Like it sounds official. It does, man. We have
2: some fear, fear porn music going in the background, man. What'd you say? Fear what? Fear porn. It's a new type of porn that they put on, like Dateline NBC and places like that. They put porn on Dateline NBC now. It's like people getting killed. It's like blood instead of titties and stuff. But yeah, it's porn
0: you guys didn't uh, see that
1: porn, interesting <laughs> hey you know I'm German and we're one of the only few people that have our own category on a popular site but we'll just leave <laughs> it at that Really? That's interesting, man. That's right. You don't see no Canadian category. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Oh, my God. I'm dying, man. All right. What do you got with this uh, report here?
2: So, anyway, we've been hanging out, and we were trying to learn about CBD a little bit. We talk about it a bunch. Uh, Dude's a mountain biker who gets, uh, you know, whatever. He's a sportsman, I'll say, that, uh, you know, as we age, I think you could use a little bit of pain relief. Um, Man, so I just thought it'd be kind of cool to check this stuff out, man. So, I'm actually checking out CBD. I have a 2,000 milligram bottle of CBD here, and I was kind of wondering what to do with it, man. You know, drink it. Yeah, we already said that to Guru. He ended up drinking seven times the amount, seven times the dosage.
1: Whoops. What'd you do? You took a full, just a full dropper full, right?
2: Maybe
3: two and then a pill.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, the other day in studio. I mean, within like 15 minutes, nobody asked you. You, I think you're just kind of like, huh. My back doesn't isn't hurting. Your back was bothering yeah,
3: you. Yeah, I think I had, like slept funny and my back was bugging me a little bit. And then, I mean, twenty minutes later, pretty much gone. It was awesome. That's, I like it. I and like, like it. that's it's not that's not my first experience with CBD. I was kind of expecting that to happen. But I mean, this tastes good. It worked really quickly. So I'm no figuring I can't me.
1: really overdose on it because I've been hitting CBD and shit this whole show. And now, like, but anyway. What, uh, you're going to send some out to Jr.? I was thinking about, it. I was trying to think who'd be a really good tester
2: for me. You know what I mean? I thought Jr. would. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I was thinking about sending it out to him. Now that I think about it, though, I might, I might have to try a little bit. Just, I'm certainly will send the, send some out to him, but think about it. Yeah. I'd sometimes, you know, stand all day and it's not like I'm chronically in pain, but I'll be like, damn, my knee hurts, you know, I'll go sit down or something or go lay down in bed. I'll be like, dude, my knee is just kind of killing me. You know, it's the kind of thing normally you would take aspirin for. Um, so, yeah, I would think about taking some CBD. sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, and guys, the reason is, uh, we, we, you know, through the crew, a Colorado grower was like, hey, why don't you guys try some of my CBD and shit and see what's up? And so we had access now to some really good Colorado-grown. That ounce bottle that we got is a 2,000 milligram, really right. concentrated. So we're trying to find out here if maybe we can have, you know, be some DGC CBD or something in the future. Yeah, yeah, so dude's I'm, the to, with The demographic... What's that? I said, you're going to be the marketer with
2: CBD and shit. Is that, is that website taken, man? CBD and shit. (laughs) That's how you (laughs) described it, sir.
1: (laughs) Just more and more though with my, me and my friends and all, we all seem to have parents at the same age too, that are like really curious and really wanting to get into it. So it's like, hell, I live in Colorado, man. I take advantage of this shit. Anyway, cool man. Um, everybody has gonna, some degree of pain, I think, man.
2: Or there sure are a lot of people that have some degree of pain. You
1: know, even you live, if you, you don't have any pain, I would like. I'm like, just try. I mean, it's granted you just don't want to spend money on. You know, which is one thing I want to work on is I think CBD is overpriced because of the. Uh, there's good demand, but a little bit. I don't want to say hype, but the, everybody tries to make their money. But anyway. Um, let me move on to to uh, a cool comment I found over on YouTube here. Yes, sir. Losing, losing. Maybe, maybe this Harlequin is settling in too much. This is Staff Sergeant Max safe, safe Haven Farms. And, yeah, I don't know exactly what he is pertaining to. Which episode he goes? Pack more into the bowl, dude, and then focus. That is a concentrated hit of cannabis. I
2: think he's messing with the word concentrates. You know how we're always talking about concentrates. Yeah. Is that a concentrate? Is that a concentrate? If you fucking jam it in the bowl, then it's a concentrate.
1: At least a concentrated hit of weed, anyway. I, I mean, he sure as hell can get just ripped off a good bong, good bowl. And my for sure. I mean, he's but just then having
2: I, a play on words, sir. Man, don't look yeah, at no, it too I, deeply.
1: I, 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 uh, <laughs> All right, what do we got here for the news? Good times for Cannabis Weddings. Cannabis it, Wedding Expo. This is awesome. This is just weird, man. I mean, so I'm seeing that. I guess that. Why is it, it's not weird.
2: Go ahead. Because it's in fast company, and it says it's it's all about. It says high times for brides at the cannabis wedding expo. So I, thank God, I've never had to go to a wedding expo. Kinda looks like
1: my brother Jude in the picture. <laughs>
2: yeah, a little bit, <laughs> man, a little bit. But think about it, man. Go to. Why do you have to have a separate wedding expo for cannabis, man? You know, doesn't that seem a little segregated? Isn't that the definition of segregated? Why not as if you're, you know, whatever, have a booth at a wedding expo, you know, one of the world's biggest or country's biggest. That's to say, you know, we're cannabis friendly weddings or something like that. This seems so gimmicky that you have to have a, a cannabis wedding expo. Who's funding this shit, man?
1: Well, this uh, lady is, uh, she says, riffing on her unique business during the past weekend's Cannabis Wedding Expo as she greets couples, event planners, and venue managers at her booth. Now, let me paint the picture. Uh-huh. UB40s red, red wine wafts in the background. <laughs> okay, you little gimmick. Could you get more gimmicky than that song? Um, this, she, they did this in Colorado and they had a decent turnout. Um, and then, and they said, uh, they had in Los Angeles, then they, they took this over to with 30 different vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't really, why? I don't think this is much of a bad thing. I don't know if it's, the other wedding expos that they're going to be as welcoming just to allow a full on, you're going to have, I'd rather target my audience, you know, who's really interested in this shit. I don't want to weed through it. I mean, this the and this makes it is. I mean, we're looking at bouquets that have uh, some buds in them, or right. what they call it, that they put on the the groomsmen the uh, in the pockets. I don't know. I know anyway, some weird custom made things. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to hate on it at all. I think it's kind of cool if you, if you got somebody that I mean, <laughs> I already did this unofficially at my wedding. There's just a bunch of cannabis going on. I think it's cool, but I think it's lame that it's segregated.
2: Why not have this at a at a wedding convention as you know, as, uh, as opposed to having to have a separate one.
1: Oh, I'm looking at the table setting here where there's the menu and everything, and you know, a on, on the, under the menu over the white plate is a big old, just fan leaf with five leaves. How custom is that? I think it's
2: cool. But could you imagine if that was your business? I'd have a hard time. Dude, I have a hard time you know, keeping the bills paid and I fucking got shit going in and out of here all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many of those weddings are going to show up? You know, how many of those weddings are, are, are going you know? to happen? I guess.
1: So you don't think, do you think it's trendy that they're making CBD oil infused wedding cakes? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's I agree, just man. the
2: trendiness. So like the next thing is it's, it's women's day or women's week, I guess. I don't really know anything about that kind of stuff, but my Facebook, uh, <laughs> Facebook tells me that it's women's day. So I look on high times and HighTimes.com. It says seven reasons why cannabis and women are a perfect match. And I just thought to myself, well, it's because cannabis and human beings
1: are a perfect wait, match, wait, and dude, women are fifty
2: percent of human beings.
1: So before we leave the wedding zone, sure. like this always reminds me where I wish I could have uh, you know, the like the Chappelle Show style skit of a cannabis wedding versus a full alcohol wedding. Because whatever we're talking wedding, full
2: open bar, right. Alcohol yeah, wedding like that would be really interesting. You're right,
1: man. No cars it's crashed like- on the way home, man. I don't know. Usually after a wedding, maybe I'm growing out of it. There's a story about this guy or that girl. And dude, did you see that they had the dance floor, that person fall? Did you see that person fucking throw up? Did you hear about this family drama? Fucking Aunt passed the, out blah, blah. The Peter <laughs> pants, man. Anyway, let's, yep. we can move on. I feel that the uh, do you have the, the women and women cannabis and the, what are the reasons they match? Oh seven yeah, it's, reasons.
2: It's just you can see that high Times can, you know paid some, some for some article, seven reasons why cannabis and women are a perfect match. And uh, I'm just like, yeah cannabis and people are a perfect match. Women are half of the, the people population, so that would make sense. And it's just—it's pretty. I mean, I understand what they're doing. Target marketing is classic marketing, but it well, does. yeah. The number one reason is weed can make you happier. That's everybody. Sure. But it just does seem like the marketers have gotten the cannabis where they're like, yo, there is enough juice there. There's enough money in there or we need to take our shit ass ruining of
1: everything. They are being super progressive here. Number two is weed can. Out Guru, you can show the picture. Weed can help you have more and better sex. And it's showing two women in the bed. Oh, You look won't see a
2: fucking man in this whole
1: article, man.
2: I think they're beating one and kicking him on picture seven. But aside from uh, that, I, you I'm won't I'm gonna see one. I'm
1: going to file an official complaint.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. <laughs> Look at the multi doctor and the grandmother making out in picture three, man. You think
1: <laughs> they're trying to push an agenda here? Oh, they do give number five. Cannabis can also help with pregnancy pain. All right. I give you credit there. I give you a little thumbs up there. What well, do we got? Number six, postpartum depression. All right. That's women specific. Can be treated with CBD oil. I cool. don't know about just that. Cool. And then the last one is cannabis is a business opportunity for women. There and whatever. It's that everybody. should have been number one through seven. <laughs> anyway, that's it
2: just seems shit. a little bit transparent, is all. I'm all for encouraging women. If this encourages someone to smoke or to try it, great, man. But it just, the marketing in general kind of sickens me.
1: Yeah, I hear you. All right, so one more here. What do you have here? Cannabis stock report. Okay, bring it. I didn't even get into this. Just something to think of. I'll tell you what. One one thing here, though, real quick, because I have been looking at CBD oil online, and CBD industry is spending a lot of money on Google AdWords. Sure. Every single article, I got a banner up top here uh, called Get Loose (laughs) Blue CBD Hemp Oil, a banner on the right, Chong's Choice CBD. Really? Oh, my God.
2: I got $79 per month for a turbo
1: jet ski. No, you don't still have that. You're just trying to sound (laughs) cool. Kenny fucking powers, man. Jet skis are fun. All right. Why are you pulling up the cannabis stock report? Because
2: it says, first off, it just says pot stocks tumble as trade war worries increase. You know, so there's a trade war going on. I don't know what the hell is going on, but this is just like classic big business
3: stuff. Trump does impose tariffs on steel, imported steel and aluminum. I,
2: yeah, I can't believe that I have to worry about that shit if I'm trying to invest in the cannabis industry. So, my, my
3: I mean, you have to worry about that shit if you're trying to invest in anything. I'm not worried about that I mean, because the market shit. matters. But I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't have to
3: worry about anything. I think I've
2: proven that that point, man. (laughs) But, um, I just, what it makes me think of is who are these guys that are growing all this commercial cannabis? What are they thinking about? Are they thinking about the, the sick, uh, person that they're helping? Are they thinking about, Hey man, how can I, you remember we were talking earlier and I was like, yo, I'm not trying to solve that commercial problem. You know, I'm not trying to solve that, that big old problem. Uh, as far as growing commercial weed. Well, these guys are, and they're doing it for money, you know, and it's specifically about money. and specifically about when you have stock, you borrow money from a whole bunch of people. You don't, that stock isn't your money. You know, this, the the public it's a publicly traded company
3: I, well
1: oh. yes this is are you saying this is a negative thing it i'm can saying be, that you have to worry about business, paying you your people back
2: these people only invested in your company because they want to make money so you have to pay them back in money they're not there to fucking try to get good weed to to sick people and when that becomes the goal the goal is to make money and the way you're going to make money is by selling
3: cannabis to sick people man it becomes really squirrely because yeah the, those type of people, people I mean, want to see right those, those type of people want to see quarterly growth, and if they don't, they're they're going to be out. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you've got the pressure to make money for
2: stockholders, and to do that, what do you do? You lower input costs. I mean, I'm hoping it would be so cool if people did that by not throwing out their soil and not buying a bunch of stupid chemicals, but who knows what they're doing? You know, Who, who knows how they're lowering input costs? And it scares the shit out of me, man. It seems like those two, uh, you know, making money and making good medicine at a low cost for sick people are two diametrically opposed type of things. Mm. Mm. You're making, so- using the stock market and selling stock to a company that, you know, people buy stock for profits and then doing that so that you can make medicine for sick people or with, with the, under the business model of making met low cost medicine for sick people. I don't know, man. I don't believe it. I'd have to, I'd have to seriously listen to your, your 45 minute video, man, and know how you, how you plan on doing that and serving both those, those masters.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to think of an example. I hear what you're saying. Hopefully I'll be reporting back on, on how it's done. I know there's, I've been talking of the inside behind uh, canopy growth was a big one, you know, and I talked to somebody up in Canada and they're like, look, dude, they're just growing shitty medicine for people, man. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to own the most square footage possible and buy everybody. That's their goal. So they can say they're the biggest grower. So if you say you're the biggest grower, hopefully you get more investors. So don't surprise me, man. It does sound like every other business model we've, we, we've, I identified I'll be watching. I'll be watching. I'll let you know because July is when it's supposed to go legal. And that's when, yeah, more shiz should be happening. And yeah, I hope it goes down pretty good. It's fully rec legal. Am I misunderstanding? Am I sounding? It's fully like they're going to be selling recreational cannabis. All right, man.
2: Enough news, man. Enough with the heavy. Let's have some fun, man. You count on me to find some social media goodies to make you laugh. I think I did what all right got? today, man. I got to thank Warehouse Kyle. He's doing, he's pretty damn good, man. Uh, you know, just let's see. Which was the first one, man? You know what?
1: Click everyone on... upstairs neighbors. <laughs>
2: dude, that one is just funny, man. But, you know, I'm sorry. Hang on. Play the first one or the, the other one for me, man. This guy is all about you, dude. Just play this video, man. <laughs> is that guy not yeah. living large? Did, so what is that? That's an, you know, is he two stones, not stoned enough? What's going on there, man? That guy is yeah. fucking rocking. This just a Samoan guy um, with big ass hair. And he's in, he's basically just in some shorts and he is dancing like an, like a maniac at a, what is it? A rugby match? Dude, or I don't know
3: if those are shorts.
1: Yeah. Know. He's also got on like the, uh, what like the, hay shit on his legs. I have no idea, but he's, he's grooving, dude. He's and he freaking is. doing... You know, he's, he's just in a seat, man.
2: He's just in a seat. There's people right next to him that are tripping. He's got to be 350 pounds, brother.
1: Oh, I dig it, man. I dig it. He's got a nice necklace, too. He looks like the most friendliest guy on earth until you cross him and then he breaks you in half.
2: Yeah. So it's like on this is on Facebook, and guru's like getting things on Facebook is a pain in the ass. Just try to find him on Google or YouTube if you can. It's much easier. So I'm like, all right, let me just YouTube. you know, let me Google this. So I'm Googling like uh, you know, a topless man with long hair and a damn Dancing, i you bet you're I getting mean? weird google ads
3: now <laughs> yeah that's why you were just saying it was it was the, the jet ski
2: yeah then i'm like no that's not the one i want man <laughs> i had to do like eight incarnations of the search before i found it man topless man shaking hair at rugby match is what you got to put in gotcha <laughs> yeah by the way man it's no good now <laughs> my, my google cookies are no good now but, hey, I found this other one that was kind of funny. I was watching something funny on, on Facebook. And then I guess there's these guys that make these funny videos, man. You know, like a like funny or die type of things. But this is fucking hilarious. Play this one for me, man. Have you have you ever lived upstairs from people? Have you ever lived, like, on the ground floor with people
1: upstairs? Yeah, I, I think. Maybe. I don't I know. Have. I always never try to live downstairs when I was there in apartments. Yeah, because this, like this, this is happens, why this happens, man. Play Play this fucking video,
0: Guru, if you can.
3: So, what does being an upstairs neighbor mean to you?
0: Uh, it means we make sound.
3: (laughs) People think of neighborly noise as a nuisance, but we think of it as an art form.
0: (laughs) We want the sounds to be different, but completely unrecognizable.
3: Mm -hmm. It it just sounds like bowling balls. That can't... Be what it is, but that's what it sounds like. It sounds like bowling balls. Is it a bowling ball? Is it a metal barrel? You never know because sometimes we get metal barrels. <laughs>
2: you right, man. This shit's fucking awesome, dude. Uh,
3: it's
1: just if you guys listening, it's these two upstairs, the upstairs neighbors basically are like, look, we like to be really creative. You know, we try to make sounds that the downstairs neighbors would never even think are. Right. And she's like the noise is an chains art form, on the floor, man. rolling bowling balls <laughs> across the floor, just like really weird shit as a downstairs neighbor. It's just be like WTF, man. What is going on? Uh, very creative. Made me laugh. Good shit, man. All right.
2: That's what social right. media is for, man. For making people laugh. Yes.
1: What's next on that? Oh, we'll wait and see later. Let's do shout outs, dude. We got to we gotta hang out, you know. We got to go have a day. Get some grow talk ready, et cetera. At, wait. I always get paranoid when I say that word. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I
2: corrected someone on something they were saying wrong today. And I was like, should I have done that or not? I do it because I care, damn it. Who do we got, man? All right. I got Pulsar, 4862, and Sir Kosselot. Adam Shakin, and John Henry. You got Fleetline Dave, and Shane Terps. Sparky One Up, and B
1: Butler. And Dr. J303, and SLA. Word. Peace out, yeah. and we will be at you shortly. All Have right. a good one. Take
0: it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah. Get happy for noon And when the boss man Is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a tube It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start it's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads And natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep it good vibes It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it out in loud Yeah! Just look at how he's being paid